0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of Adult Children of Alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording the speakers at our meetings because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Also, please take a moment to rate our podcast on whatever platform you're using to listen. It will help others find the show. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing from Ingrid, who spoke about Step Twelve. Please enjoy. Are you ready?
1: Can I get a warning uh, when I have ten minutes left, five minutes left, and one minute left? Sure. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ingrid, adult child. Hi i Um, really grateful to be here. Um, I've qualified a couple times on Zoom and I realized sitting here, I haven't qualified in a room in a very long time. And that feels, it um, feels really special. So I'm just really happy to be here and grateful for this opportunity. Um, I want to share about the steps as a tool. And then I was thinking, actually what I was thinking, I wanted to be a little traditional and December and share on the 12th step. Um, I always find it helpful to share a little bit of my story. I like hearing people's stories, so I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I've been in ACA about five and a half years. It's my first 12 step program. I came in, I was thinking about it today, I think I had a pretty steady a six or seven year period where I kept bottoming out in relationships, in relationships that uh, were kind of romantic, that I wanted to be romantic, that were almost <laughs> romantic. Uh, some of them, I always say it's like bad checks that kept coming back. And as an ACA, I kept letting them come back and trying to be everything to hold on to them. Um, and luckily enough, Uh, one of them was in 12-step recovery and pointed me to these rooms so that that's what got me started on this journey and um, and it's really changed everything because I always say coming in like I you know I'm one of those people who spent some time in therapy really resisting any kind of connection to my family of origin I just thought I needed to figure it out. I thought I needed to get a little smarter, like smart enough to like outsmart myself. <laughs> and um, and in ACA, it just, it gave me this whole other path. It has given me this whole other path and language and set of tools to understand and name and feel and heal and attend to you know, what happened. And one day at a time, no longer have to be a reactionary adult child, um, just in like a really painful pinball game in my life. Um, I had an older brother, there were two of us, and then of course my parents. Um, My dad, was bipolar. Uh, He was sort of the classic codependent. He was very emotionally incestuous. I learned that term in these rooms. Um, He was very manipulative. I always had just like sacks of guilt just in how I thought about that relationship and how I related to it. Um, My mom was kind of more classically the addict, I guess. My dad was also a drug dealer. He grew and sold pot. My mom was one of his number one clients. And she later, she abused alcohol. Um, She was kind of emotionally unstable in some cases. Uh, My brother eventually was diagnosed as schizophrenic and he was very emotionally volatile. so there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of secrecy because car- of the drugs. I think there were some affairs that I don't quite know about. Um, and that, you know, and that's OK. Because I think what I've learned in this program is it's, it has been hard for me to have compassion for them as individuals. I do have compassion for anyone who lives with this disease. And um, I feel, I believe I might never know like quote unquote, what happened to them. Um, but the evidence is kind of all over their own kind of adult child behaviors. And that I come from a a long line of codependence on one side and a long line of substance abusers, primarily alcohol on the other side. And so, you know, what happened to me is, um, I developed these traits. Um, I was a perfectionist. I was a straight-A student. I loved, I sort of loved school because it was the only thing that gave me structure and validation. Um, I was very self-sufficient. I, I continue to be, but I'm quite better at it. A great isolator, you know, just all the traits and the other side of the traits as well. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I qualify. <laughs> and um, I do want to talk a little bit about step 12. Um, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others who still suffer and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I guess I want to say for the newcomer and for anyone else that like the steps are worth it. Um, I have done the steps in this program, I'll probably do them again. I, you know, I came into these rooms and really had no idea how to talk to people. So I just started announcing I wanted a step study group as a way of tricking people into talking to me. And um, and even thinking about that, that feels like, uh, almost feels like part of my disease as such, you know, like, I still in learning how to be with people in a way that um, isn't transactional. Um, I don't have to, I don't have to provide something. I don't have to be entertaining. I don't have to give the best present in the world. You know, that was like very much my disease. I always say like, I used to travel a lot for work and I've lived abroad. And every time I came back, I was like Santa Claus, you know, I was buying extra luggage to bring back, bring back (laughs) gifts for like everyone I'd ever met, (laughs) you know, and um, or I would go to someone's home and I'd always say, well, I don't believe in showing up empty handed. And I just kind of made that up, you know, I just made that up to put myself into a kind of ditch that I'd always be digging myself out of. And I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm just learning to come through that anyway. And I just say that because I had this study step study group for like a hot minute and it just totally blew up. (laughs) And, you know, and then I, I kept coming back and I learned how to use the phone and I found somebody that I connected with. And we took maybe two and a half very luxurious years going through the steps. And, you know, the steps in and of themselves are tools And I always say that was like such a special experience for me. And I know this isn't everybody's experience, but it really became a template for me that, like, you know, I could receive compassion, Um, my story mattered, all the, like, little details that I had dismissed or that I had turned into punchlines. were worthy of revisiting with love and and also like you know how to be in like a loving caring relationship with boundaries that's like not sexual <laughs> you know like I didn't I didn't know what intimacy was I just thought it was sex right like I had no idea what emotional intimacy could be so like I just say that because what i i believe whatever happens in the steps is what needs to happen because equally if somebody needs to like set a boundary and exit like that's what they needed to learn and how to be with other people and how to care for themselves so i just feel like this work is hard you know other people are sometimes hard (laughs) and like that's what we're here to learn um and kind of like join the human race and be imperfect alongside each other. Um, So I don't know. I just wanted to put a general plug in for the steps. I am going to read from the book. I'm going to read from page 288, which is part of step 12. Service is love grounded in self-love. Spiritually awake adult children understand the spiritual axiom which states, we must give away what we have to keep it. This is one of the most selfless acts of love we can offer a confused world however we must love ourselves first to have something to give away without self-love the 12 step merely becomes another goal to achieve we achieve or a mark we pass on our way to pleasing others or abandoning ourselves without self-love we tend to use service to others as a camouflage to hide in plain sight self-love is a result of working the 12 steps being vulnerable asking for help and being aware of our bodies through meditation and proper breathing. Thank you. We love ourselves first, sorry. We love ourselves when we find our pain. We sit with it without acting out on drugs or some other compulsive activity. We go after our stored grief and greet it and feel it. We find our true selves and sit beside the divine light. In his final days, in the, the 12 steps, in the 12th step of his life, our founder, Tony A, focused on self-love. He boiled down his 30 years of recovery into the simple but powerful concept of self-love and self-forgiveness. In his last days, he continued to encourage adult children to love themselves. I'm just going to skip ahead because I know I'm running out of time. On 289... It says, by loving ourselves, we see there is more love in the world than we realized. There's still much dependency and addiction, but there's love and we can see it. We recognize it because it is in us. By recognizing love, our false self dissolves. We realize we are not our addictions. We are not drugs, food, spending, gambling, sex, or compulsions, we are love. Um, And I I read that because I thought that was a really beautiful sentence in this section, that's ostensibly like the service step, and I love I love that it focuses on love. I heard I heard somebody say in a meeting a couple months ago that like we don't we don't give from our cup, we give from our saucer, mm-hmm. which I I kind of loved as like sort of a quaint Victorian image, and I I think it speaks a lot to this step because if I'm not taking care of myself then how am i in relation to other people i'm you know i'm probably in my traits in some way or another and trying to like get some something healed that really can't be healed by an outside source um, and i also love the idea of carrying this message is, is to me a really gentle proposition because the other part of that for me is like i can't heal alone So carrying the message, you know, I, if I'm asked to qualify and I can, I do. That's simple enough, but I think it's also like making phone calls and, you know, being in these chairs and that every call I make or call I receive, like I'm nurturing this healing community that has meant so much to me. And, and I, I need selfishly, I need it to go on so that I also can continue to heal. Um, and I guess like this step also jumped out to me, because I did finish the steps two-something years ago, and when I would hear, having just had a spiritual awakening, I'd be like, did I? <laughs> you know, like, and, uh, and do I practice these principles, and what are these principles, by the way? Um, and I guess I think, you know, I have had a spiritual awakening, and it came to me kind of recently when I was, something stood out to me in the reading, very often in the reading, it'll say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then we realize our higher power was there all, all along. And often I would read that and be like, I don't know, <laughs> that's a bridge too far. And then, I don't know. I just had the lovely thought that like, of course my higher power was there all along because I survived. Um, and it, and I feel like the, for me, the evidence of like the steps in my life, thank you one minute is like that experience of love, you know, that experience of loving these traits in some funny way, because in absence of like, I don't know, a competent and consistent and reasonably sober caregiver somehow I found these traits and like, I, you know, I know I wouldn't have made it without them. And, um, and I think that's the gift of this program, as we all know, is I think, is just like what I experience as the opening of my heart and the giving and receiving of love in ways that feel, I don't know, for lack of a better word, true. In a way that they really never did um, prior to finding these rooms. So I think that's my time. I'm looking forward to hearing from everyone else, and thank you for letting me speak tonight.